Welcome to another episode of Thanks Divorce, where we discuss all the unintended beautiful parts of going through a divorce. And I'm your host, Janine Bell. Hey, hey, y'all. In this episode, we are talking about post-divorce dating, dating after a divorce. Uh, So excited to get into this. I'm going to talk about how to approach it and how to navigate it. Boom, let's get into it. All right, post-divorce dating. So any person who's been married was under the impression that they would never have to go on a first date ever again. I'm just going to say that here just so we know that we're all on the same page. Like, I get it. That's that's where I was, too. And uh, and that's OK. I think that's rather normal. And so dating again can feel like uncharted territory or maybe you feel like you've forgotten how the how to do the thing or you may get anxious or nervous or feel confused or even conflicted about dating again. And that's normal. At least I think so. But there is hope. There is fun on the other side of post-divorce dating. There's so much to gain. So I'm going to give you my advice or tips or tools or tricks or recommendations on how to approach the dating world in your post-divorce life and how to navigate it. So before you go on a date... It's important to know where you are in your healing process. Are you ready to date now? Have you grieved the death of that relationship? Have you gone through the process? Do you feel like you're in a good place? How do you know you're ready? Um, Can you go out with a friend and not mention your ex? When you go through dating apps, are you comparing them to your ex? Ask yourself, do you feel any animosity towards your ex when you think of them? Or if you talk about the divorce, do your feelings run high, whether that be anger or anxiety or sadness? Just check in with yourself to see where you are in your process. And only you know. And if you're not ready, then don't even do it. It will be a complete waste of everyone's time. And no one wants to do that, not even you, most importantly. I'd also say make sure that you fully value yourself and just you. So like not in relation to anyone else or what someone else finds value in you, if that makes sense. So like not the kind of girlfriend you plan to be for someone or not how dope of a mom you are, even though that's a great, you know, a great uh, quality to have. So what does that mean to value yourself just exclusive to everybody else? For example, I am a positive person. You can say that I am funny. I see the good in people. I like dressing up. I have X, Y, Z skills. I know how to X, Y, Z well. You fill in the blank for yourself. So those types of things. Make sure that you value you as an autonomous being before you go into any dating situation. And also examine your why. Why are you 
deciding to date right now? Is it to avoid feelings of anger or loneliness or hurt? Is your why because you want to get back at your ex for finding someone sooner? Or are you in a race to find someone sooner? Or is your why because you've, quote unquote, done the work, the healing work, and you're ready to meet someone new? It's not a rebound if your why is intact. At least I think so. And also before you go on this this dating adventure, understand that not all dates turn into relationships. They don't have to. They don't need to. It's a possibility, but they don't all do that. And so that leads to the other one, to set reasonable expectations. I see it as like every date is an experience to learn more about either that person. I personally am very curious about people. It's also a chance to learn something about yourself. Nothing more, nothing less. We're just here having a good time together. That's it. And sometimes I wish it wasn't called dating, honestly. Like just the intention should be to just meet people. If you go into the the world of quote unquote dating, I don't like calling it that, and just have the mindset of I want to meet people. I want to meet a person. This person looks interesting to me, not for the purpose of how they fit into my life, but this person seems interesting. I wonder what they're like. I wonder what their voice sounds like. I wonder what, you know, their middle name could be or have they traveled often or whatever. Like leading with curiosity without a motive, I think is something that we could all benefit from. And I can't say that part enough. So that's that's how you approach it. So while you're dating, go at your own pace. Talk to as many people as you feel comfortable with. Go on as many dates as frequently as you'd like to. There's no pressure to do one thing. There's no stop clock. There's nothing. You go at the pace that you see fit for your life, however it fits into your life. And be patient and have fun. There's, a, there's billions of people on the planet, billions of them. And there's so many different types of people, complexities and intricacies and personalities to meet. Like, have fun with it. I'd hate to say this, but I mean, I feel like I have to. Like, be resilient. If you meet a few duds, then get back on the horse and do it again. There's nothing wrong with you or them. It just is not a good fit. And that's cool. Move on, both of you. Go find something better. I wish both of you the best. Like, that's, that's the mentality. Each of us should find better than this situation right here. Carry on with your life type of thing. Also, stay in therapy. Maybe coaching or therapy or whatever you're into. Have that be a part of your dating process, even. Even if you feel fully healed, dating could be a trigger. Meeting new people could be a triggering event. So make sure that you have support or some really good friends while you go on this this journey. 
Oh, and mentioning that it's triggering reminds me that if it is triggering, then it's too early. You're not ready until you are ready. And while you're out there dating, make sure you're trusting your gut through all of this. This is a great time and exercise to sharpen your intuition, to feel the yes in your body and go with it. And when you feel a no, abort the mission immediately, no matter what it is. When you feel that no in your body, you you have to say no to whatever that thing is. It might be a behavior. It might be a whole person. It might be just the setting that you're in. Like, I don't feel comfortable here anymore. We should go. Just acting on that no is very empowering. I'd also say date many people. Date as many as you can fit into your schedule or you feel comfortable with. You don't have an allegiance to one person. The one person that swiped right on you and you swiped right on them, you don't have to stop using the app or swiping right on other people. Add more people to your repertoire, to your starting five lineup, whatever you like. There's different flavors out here and enjoy them all. Why not? Do it safely, I'd say, and ethically. If you are going to date several people, I think it is a good practice to let folks know that they aren't the only one. They don't have to know everybody's name and social security number, but just know that I'm also seeing other people. That's it. That's being informative and also forming a boundary of how much you want to share. Oh, yeah. Also, you can try like low stakes dates where you just meet on FaceTime and have tea or watch the same movie or have something specific to talk about or do at the same time over a video chat. And like, that's the date. Let me let me see what this is like first. Like, that's like dipping your toes in, getting to know a person a little bit, feeling more comfortable, and then maybe meeting in person. It also saves you time on being out outside with people in these streets. You don't have to always spend your time in person with folks. It can happen online. Just a little idea for you. Uh, What else? Also, live life in real life, like IRL. So if you have a hobby that you like to do, you can meet people there too. Dating apps are not the end-all be-all even though it's the talk of the town in most towns. Meeting people in person is always great. Analog, okay? Let's do it the analog way. Meet people in person. Meet someone from across the bar because outside is open these days. Um, or, you know, I, I do this one hobby and this other person does the same thing too. We meet because we have a mutual interest. That's, that's fine too. That's actually pretty dope. I think I have two more things. Uh, The last two is that chemistry doesn't always mean a long-term relationship is brewing or afoot. You can have chemistry and not act on it. Like that's a thing. That's okay. It can be chemistry in the moment. You can have chemistry with one person and date other people to de-intensify that one bubbling chemistry. We don't have to centralize that main one. Because there's other ones out there, too. And you can have chemistry with many people. So pump pump your brakes a little bit. You know, 
you get excited about this chemistry, the dopamine and whatever else that comes with that, but you don't have to cut off all the other options when you see the chemistry in one of them, is all I'm saying. And my last thing is a dating site like tip. And as with everything I've said before this, take what you will. Take what resonates with you and throw away the rest. I'm fine with it. I'm just here to empty my brain of ideas. So the dating site tip is like in your profile, talk about yourself and your likes instead of what you're looking for. Because sometimes what you're looking for looks like a job description and the person reading it is like, well, do I, do I match up to this? Like they're applying for a job as opposed to, oh, this is what she's about. This is what she's into. Um, do I have similar interests? Do I find that interesting? Um, can we connect on one of these points? One might read like, this is the job description for the husband that she's looking for. And the other might read like, this is what she's about. I want to know more. Again, just an idea. I am no relationship expert. I'm just a gal with some ideas. I can say for me personally, dating after divorce has been so very interesting and uh, eye-opening. It's taught me a lot about myself. And I've learned a lot about men in the world, like the men of today. I was in a relationship for over 10 years. And so a lot has changed and I have changed and I have matured and I have renewed needs and desires and wants and all the things. So it's been fun for me. I haven't had to kiss many frogs, as they say. Um... I'm just having fun and I'm dating multiple people and I love it so much. It fits my personality and it fits where I am in my healing and it feels really, really good. So I'm going to do that until I don't feel like doing that anymore. That's, that's it. And I have full permission to do that because it's me. I say what goes and I'm very clear about what I want and what I don't want right now. And I can't speak for myself in 10 years from now, 20 years from now. But where I am right now, this is perfection. And I don't want it any other way. And I want that for everyone. I don't want us to be living in agony or from a place of deficit or longing or desperation. Create Whatever life you want, it's possible. I am a living testament, and I firmly believe that it's possible for every single person. I hope these tips have helped in some way for someone. Thank you so much for listening, and a special shout-out to my sound engineer, Henry Maldonado. To everyone else, I will see you next time on another episode of Thanks Divorce. In the meantime, take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at ThanksDivorcePod. Till next time, friends. Take care of yourself.